episode 42, a dual episode with me and my special guest, Heather Kornman from LA and the Golden Triangle Shop. I'm so excited. Today, we're going to be talking about living sustainability, sustainable gifts, and how to get started shopping at a refill uh, store today on Cultivating Guts. Hello, it's Tiffany, and welcome back to Cultivating Guts, a place where we discuss gardening, homesteading, gut health, and following our intuition. Super excited to be back with you guys. I know it is right after Thanksgiving. There's so much going on, and maybe you ate too much. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. It depends on your control when it comes to sitting down to eat with family and friends. But I've had a lot of fun over the last week with the girls, a lot of fun on the homestead. We put plastic up around the bunnies. We had a trip to our favorite farm, like locally owned farm store. We love Tractor Supply. We love Farm and Fleet, but we absolutely love this little mom and pop farm store in um, Glen Ellen area, way west, uh, called Trellis. Trellis Farm and Garden. So if you're in the Chicagoland area and you just need an adventure, that is an adventure. It is a traditional seed store that now has a gift shop attached to it. And they have a whole chicken room. So we definitely needed a heated chicken water because the water froze. (laughs) The rabbit's water froze. So we had to go get some supplies there. Had to get some straw bales and some more chicken feed. And we found a few little fun things. Definitely all chicken related for our homestead. So wonderful time. We had family. We had friends. We had lots and lots of time for uh, just community and hanging out together and cooking together and just talking and, and socializing. And it was so fun. So, But I'm glad to be back with you this week. And I'm so glad we have this wonderful guest. She's been on the podcast before and she's a bundle of energy. I met Heather originally through a mastermind that I was part of through Elevate the Globe. We've continued to stay in touch. We actually both have Wynadot chickens on our miniature homesteads. Uh, mine are golden Wynadots and Heather's are golden blue lace Wynadots. Or ours are golden, golden red laced, if I get that correct for you. So our Wynadots are red in color. They're beautiful. They're all named Lucy. There's five Lucys. Um, anyway, that's a whole other story, a whole other podcast. How do you name a chicken? Uh, we can do that in the future. So today we are simultaneously video recording, so Heather's going to join us. So you can see that on Spotify and on YouTube. And if you want to watch us on video, you can head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Tiffany Hinted. You'll also see all the past episodes for the podcast. You guys know we've been recording podcasts and producing podcasts for over a year. That is a little fun and exciting news. So if you're on video, hello, hello. Um, And so with this episode, me and Heather are diving into sustainable living. What does that look like? How is it when we get rid of all the plastic and we go back to glass and metal and living sustainably, like it still creeps back in. I mean, I, I see this in my own kitchen. I'm like, what the heck? I got rid of all the plastic. I like literally like threw stuff away. And if it was plastic, it went to the Goodwill and it went to Salvation Army. And then three years later, it's like creeped back into places. Yes, there's jars and there's there's metal things that we use. But at the same time, I'm like, how did this get back in my kitchen? How did this get back in my bathroom? Where did this come from? So we're going to talk about that with Heather. We're also going to talk about because Heather owns the Golden Triangle Shop, which is a refill shop. How do you start shopping at a refill shop? How do you make that transition to not have to buy stuff in packaging. Maybe that's how the plastic snuck back into my house. Um, And just buy the refills, right? Uh, It's kind of like chicken feed. Chicken feed, I go buy 50-pound bags. We get 100 pounds at a time. It's 
a little crazy to think that the chickens eat so much feed, but they definitely eat more in the winter than they do in the summer, I've noticed. And we refill the canisters in the greenhouse where the chicken feed is stored. They're airtight containers. Talk about plastic. Yeah, they're plastic. They're BPA-free. And they keep the mice and the little, I don't know, whatever else from eating the chicken feed. And it keeps it dry so it doesn't mold or go bad on us. And so that is one way in, like, we do refills for sure. We refill the chicken feed that way. We don't buy it in a plastic bucket every time. Like, we just buy the bag and we refill the the container that we have. We do the similar thing with cat food. Like, we have a metal cat food um, storage container with a scoop and everything that's really convenient. And so we just don't necessarily buy a plastic container or a bucket of cat food every time. I just buy that again. But how would we do that from a refill? It's almost like we take the container. This is what we're going to talk about with Heather. We take the container with us to the shop. Do I just have the feed store fill up the cracked corn? Or do I have them fill up the scratch feed? Or do I have them fill up versus me bringing home a paper bag? I don't know. We're going to talk to Heather about this today on the podcast. Lots of questions for her today as we get going. Uh I do want you to know before we jump into all of the questions, the topics, and this great information with Heather, to subscribe, rate, and review the Cultivating Podcast, Cultivating Guts podcast. Uh, it's a great way for people, as you subscribe, it helps you know when the, there's a new podcast that gets dropped, right? Normally, we drop every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Central. Not every single week I get that, but we try to, and I try to for sure, and then but if you rate and review it, it helps other people who are looking, whether they're looking for keywords or looking for hashtags, it helps them find it. It also helps people that are just sporadically scrolling through Spotify on a podcast. Uh, it helps it bubble up a little bit further for people. So take the opportunity to rate and review the podcast. If you send that over to me, um, screenshot your review, email it to me at tiffany at um, cultivatingguts.com. I'll send you our holiday shopping planner. Uh, list that we have with coupon codes, great savings, 20% off, 15% off with some of our wonderful partners that we know, like, and trust, including the Golden Triangle Shop has a link on there and a code. So you can get started today shopping with Heather and the Golden Triangle Shop and start living more sustainably uh, using refills through the mail, um, which is, again, hmm. Another topic to talk about today with Heather. Also, if you're listening, screenshot, screenshot your favorite part. Tag us on Instagram at I am Tiffany Hinton or at Cultivating Guts. We love to repost and I'm excited to hear what you think of today's podcast. I'm so grateful for you and all of our amazing listeners for helping us grow the podcast and share it with more people. And before we head into the show, here's a quick word from our sponsor today. Today's podcast is sponsored by Non-Disclosure Apparel. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you have heard my infomercial for non-disclosure apparel. You know it's my everyday go-to bra, and a, we have some new, fun, and amazing stuff from non-disclosure apparel. Not only are they in the gift guide, so check out our brand new article in November's Natural Awakenings magazine online or in print, and you'll see an article around non-disclosure apparel, and I sat down and interviewed Becky Connolly, the owner. They are also my farming bra, my workout bra, my yoga bra, my clean the house bra, my I just want to sit around and read a book bra. And it's it's just they're comfortable and they hide your nipples and they just fit so perfectly. And so our podcast sponsor today is giving you a free gift of 15% off and the code is Tiffany15, 
Tiffany15 will get you the 15% off your purchase. And you can check out that link below and where to order in our show notes. So thank you, Nand. Welcome back to Cultivating Guts. We are live. Well, live during recording. <laughs> Everybody's going to hear this after part. But we're live with Heather Kornman, the owner of the Golden Triangle Shop out of the LA area. And one of the most, I, I think it's one of the most adorable online shopping refills that I've seen. I keep watching photos of Heather's little pop-ups and things like that. So if you've not seen it, check out the Golden Triangle Shop on Instagram, but also check out Heather's store. And Heather, I'd like you to take a few minutes, introduce yourself, introduce the shop before we kind of dive yes, in. Yes. Thank like, you, the, Tiffany, for everything having that we me. want to talk about. It's so good to be back on here. Um, I am Heather Kornman, I'm the founder, creator, owner of the Golden Triangle Shop. And um, yeah, really, it is a sustainability shop. So you can refill all your goods for your home, your personal care, your kitchen, your cleaning. Um, and it's really, the movement is to create less waste. So not everything is refillable. Some things are in bar form. Um, all of the goods for your home and cleaning, if it's... Um, Soaps, cleaners, personal care items, they're all vegan, made of like the highest natural qualities um, and that work really well. Um, and then the products themselves, like the dish scrubbies and brushes and cleaning products um, that you would use for, you know, loofah scrubs and dish brushes and toilet cleaners are all made of wood or metal or some kind of material that will biodegrade and become... I'm seeing if I lost ya. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> um, nope, you're still here. <laughs> I still hear you. The technological side. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's all like all those components are going to be biodegradable or compostable so that when we're done using this dish scrubby brush, um, it will end up turning into more earth rather than sitting in a like landfill becoming plastic forever. Um, so that's kind of the, the goods that I carry. And then, um, yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. I love it. I love it. So in the intro, I was, I was talking and I have lots of questions, Heather, um, about like three years ago, we went through what I call the plastic purge in our house, like anything and everything. Um, I had just gone through a study at that time with Dr. Dale Brennison around like toxins of plastic and how they affect the brain and the gut and our health and like disease and like all this stuff. And I was like, all right, it's all going. <laughs> like We're out of here. And I remember back then like trash bags of like plastic containers and cups and utensils <clears throat> and even plates and just all this stuff. And then like some of it went to like Salvation Army or the Goodwill and some of it just went right into the garbage because I was like, we're out. it's gone. And now as I was preparing for this episode and I've been doing a lot more in the house, right? We've been more baking and cooking because it's just cold as everybody can see on the way I'm dressed. It's just cold here. And uh, I'm like, where did all this come from again? <laughs> like we threw all this away and now it's all crept back in. And so um. When it comes to like, I love the idea of the sustainable brush scrubbers and being able to throw those right into the compost and like the reusable like pieces there and not necessarily going down the silicone route or going down the, that route of like, it's never going to biodegrade, right? 
my kids always say, save the turtles, just because we love sea turtles so much. And and so when it like how how do you how do you suggest people kind of is it actually a purge or is it a slow yeah, that's introduction? A great like, question, and that's how like do a, we make the most the common question over? that people ask me is like, I love this, but like, how do I get started? Um, because it feels so big, and some people feel like. I can't do it all. So I'm just, I can't even start down that. And I suggest room by room. So when I started on this less waste journey, I was looking at what areas of my house I felt like produced the most waste. And I found it was the bathroom and the kitchen. Um, So I started, I think with the bathroom first, because I was finding, oh my gosh, you know, in your bathroom, you have like the teeny tiny little trash can anyways. Right. And then it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Every day. So starting like day, there go and out kind of the, like evaluating like dumpster. what you yes. can do in, in your bathroom and then what you can do in your kitchen. Um, for the bathroom is if you, let's say you're in a place where you don't have a refill shop around, you can, you, um, can switch to bar soaps. There's great shampoo bars. Mm -hmm. Um, I sell them at my shop. I can ship them nationwide. So let's say you don't have a refill shop where you can go and refill your liquid and your conditioner into a refillable container. Yeah, the bar soap is a great option. Um, And the shampoo bars, they're not all created equal. So I will say I can vouch for the ones that I carry, but not all of them on the market. But they can really make your like bathing experience simpler too. It is a bar. I use it from head to toe. I shave with it. It's everything. Um, so that's like a really simple switch for the bathroom. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's really, really cool. That's amazing. Okay. Cause I know some of us have our favorite brand of shampoo, whether it's healthy or not, like we're just like hooked on brands, right. Or hooked on what it is. And so you also have me wondering like, because with my girls and their mixed hair, it's like, I wonder if they actually sell like wholesale size or like large quantities. Right, the large quantities. Versus us getting the little 12-ounce bottle every Yeah, month. still though, it's like then you're going to end Those up with like a plastic bottle at the end. So it's that um, – <clears throat> that's why I think like the shampoo bars is a great switch. And they're made for like all hair types. Um so those yeah. ones are, that's like a really good switch for the bathroom. Mm. And then for, to your daughter's point of saving the sea turtles okay. is um, what we shave with. So not only the soap that we're using, um, and, but also the razors. So the company that I wholesale with for, for the shaving kits is uh, this group of sailors that um, were here in California and they were finding plastic razor bits all through the ocean when they were sailing. And so um, I think we can imagine and conclude like why that's so horrible on so many different levels. So they really kind of got back to the basics. And that's what a lot of this is of like before everything was single use and fast pace and like trying to meet up with our lifestyle. It's just really going back to like um, stainless Mm -hmm. steel razors. You replace the blade and that's it. They even have like a blade take back program to make sure that the actual Yeah, so that they can melt them back down. So that's like, I would say like bar soap and shaving are kind of like two of the main areas to look at in your bathroom. And then really it's just going like to your kitchen. Okay. And the kitchen, 
like to your point, Tiffany, of like, okay, then where did all this plastic come from again? Like, how did it come back in? And a lot of time it's because it's what's available to us in the stores, right? Is like, it's in plastic. And if there's no other option, um, you know, my kids will still say to me sometimes, yeah. why are you buying that in plastic? I thought we don't buy plastic. I'm like, yeah, I hear you. And I, I don't want to. However, this is the only option for right now. So our rule of thumb when we're shopping is if there is an option in glass or metal, then we buy it in that. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not our favorite brand, it's it's kind of like it's okay. like that too with the bathroom too. Yes, we have our like, oh, but I've been using this shampoo forever and I love it. And so that's just going to be like, a, yeah. I would say, um, like a moral value that you need to check in with yourself on. And maybe you're not okay giving up that one item, but maybe there's something else in the bathroom that you are okay giving up. And I just think that it's it's yeah. okay and it's okay to be gentle with ourselves on on where we're at. And that's that's kind of for me. And that's why like my slogan is less waste living. I really try not to claim to be gotcha. zero waste, like come in and you have to be zero waste. Like I, I want it to be sustainable for people and for it to be sustainable, I feel like it needs to feel attainable. And so that's kind of there we go. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. So, okay. So going back to glass and metal, right? Traditional like ways in which we stored food for years and years. I know I do a lot of saving of jars, whether it's jelly jars or spaghetti jars or pickle jars, or even like I have this little lotion sitting here because my hands keep getting dry. And like, I'll save this jar when this lotion is gone because I'll either melt something else and put in here or do something with it. Right. Um, do you have suggestions for people on how to store these containers when they're not in use? Because that's the biggest complaint that I hear from my own husband. He's like, why do we have shelves and shelves of jars? What are you doing with I, I think that that is going to be like <laughs> a constant journey for all of us who are jar savers. Um, there's a lot of people that come into the shop that love that I have like a big wire basket where people can leave and donate fresh, like or not fresh, but clean and dry jars for people, other people to use as free refills for their soaps that come in. People are so excited. They're like, yay, a spot that I can put my jars. I have so many. I'm like, yes. It's my joke that that's why. <laughs> that's a cool idea. So having that that trade option or like that reusable. Yeah, so that's like, how I kind of do it for, for the shop. I love that. Um, but that's, okay. um, in in our home, it's I just feel like a constant um, a constant strategy, like reworking the jar the jar shelf. I like will every like season or so have to go through like my bin of lids, see what still is matching because you know I'll like use something for a vase and then it like goes off as like a I use them for vases for gifts mm-hmm. and things and then somehow the lid stays in there. So it's just. I think it's a, a constant like renegotiation of that shelf and where you're going to have it. And maybe it's a couple ones, like maybe there's ones that go to the the vase section and yeah. ones that go to your gardening section. I, I don't know if I have a, a set answer for that one because I'm still figuring that one out in my, in my own world. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we, we definitely in our house save any milk that comes in glass jars, even though I know you can take them back to the grocery store and they'll give you a few pennies. But when I do juicing or like we just made homemade apple ciders and homemade apple juice after apple season, like 
I use those milk jugs all the time in the fridge. They fit nicely. And and that's another thing. They're like, why don't you take those back and get your quarter? I'm like, because if I had to buy this jar, it'd be $20. So I'll just hold on to the milk jug jar. Um, another one, like your Italian sodas come in those one liter bottles. And so I save all of those similarly for like for vodka infusions or for herbal medicinals and things like that as well. But definitely it's it's a good point. You have to go through them. You have to check your lids, maybe figure out like a storage yeah, and I think that it's thing okay. for yourself. Um, There's that saying, yeah. it's something like, you oh know, I should only keep in my home what is beautiful to me, useful, or like has a purpose. And so, you know, this less waste journey, like I did a, a post earlier um, this month of a, like a snapshot of my kitchen. And it's kind of speaking to that point of like less waste living doesn't necessarily mean less stuff. Because sometimes to live this less waste journey, it's like for you, like to be able to, you know, create your homestead and like juice and do all those things with the things that you're growing. You, those are like your tools for that trade, right? So it's, if it's purposeful, like useful or beautiful to you, I think that it's okay. Now it's not always beautiful to everyone in the home, but that's the compromise of living with a family. (laughs) That is the compromise. Um, And I try to remember that um, because I will say I was raised a lot with both of my grandmothers, one of them who really, really lived through the depression. And so for her, everything had value from the tinfoil that she washed and put back in the little flat box to like everything had value. And I try to help my own self be a little balanced. Like it's okay to throw things away. It's, you know, but there are things that, I'm actually grateful I still had um, and had around for whatever purpose or reason. So it's been interesting to decide, yeah, on the homestead, what is okay to save and and what is okay to like let go of. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I kind of look at it as if I haven't used it for a year, a whole calendar year, then it's probably okay to consider letting it go. Um whether that's a craft supply or it's a container or a storage bin or a piece of clothing or whatever. It's like if you haven't yes, used it for a full a, calendar for a year, then that it's is. probably and okay with that to that one, I use that beautiful Marie Kondo method of like thanking it for its time with us and what it did bring to us and like, and it's okay to let it go. Um, and then to your like crafts and things like I'm sitting in front of my kids makerspace area, a lot of recyclables that aren't compostable in our home can end up there for the kids to create and make all kinds of wonderful things with. And at mm-hmm. least it's like, I feel like from an energetic perspective, it's breathing new life into it for a little while before it will end up floating on. But um, yeah. Yeah. So for people that have never shopped at a refill shop, what like best like three things? What do you bring with you? How do you get started? Um, do they need to bring, like you so, said, their own containers, would, their own shopping I would say, bags? Yeah, like, number one, bringing your own they shopping bring, bag. I don't because, know. What does that look like? Um, like my refill shop is a post and, and in common with um, the other ones that I have visited you're not going to have like uh, the offer of a free bag at the end. You may have the offer to purchase like a canvas bag at the end. But yeah, so number one, bring your own bag. Number two, bring your own containers. If you have ones that um, bring you joy, 
Um, there are going to be the most refill shops will have like a big basket of free ones. Like I mentioned that are donated from customers or more apothecary style ones for purchase. Uh If you're wanting to like up level that. So yeah, your own bag, a jar, if it brings you joy. Um, and what I mean by that is, um, what I recommend for people too, is when they are starting this process room by room, if you're like, you know, I like the way this laundry jug feels, I like the way that it pours. It fits in my hand well. This is the one that I want to refill and and it brings me joy. And so I'm going to save this one and bring it with me to the refill shop to refill. Um, if none of them bring you joy, there are, I'm sure, different ones you can get at the refill shop. Um, yeah. And then I would just say like an open mind to kind of soaking it all in your first time in. It's going to be a little bit of a learning curve um, of each refill shop is going to have their own system. As um, If it's self-serve, if you are going to be working with the scale, most things are sold by the ounce. So if you are going to be working that scale and doing the math yourself um, or if the if there's a salesperson there to do it for you. So um yeah, a bag, a container, an open mind. And then after your first time there, it's pretty simple. Okay. And then um, I know it depends on the area. Like you can get dry goods from flour to beans to spices. And then like you're saying bar soap, they've got, I've even seen um, toothpaste, like, right? Refill those little bits. Um what other items? Yeah, might I would say like all the other goods that you could get. So there's like all the bulk things that you can get, um, like you're speaking to. And then I would say just all the other goods, like the things that we use in our home that um, in our American culture have become so common that we don't think of them as being toxic in our home. So um, like the dish scrubby brush, that's like um, the majority of them sold in the mass markets are plastic. Um you know, which uh, to your point of like how toxic plastic is, we're scrubbing that on everything that like all of our dishes that we are then um, eating and consuming our food and drinks off of. So all like those goods, like the dish scrub brushes, um, you know, the toilet brushes, the different sponges. Uh, and then there's also um, a lot of times in the personal care, there's going to be more that in the shops probably than you're thinking of. Different ones will have different things in mind. I have a skincare line that's a refillable skincare line that's, you know, like locally made um, mm-hmm. that is refillable as well. So it comes in these beautiful glass jars. It's oil based. It's made with like the just like the cleaning products, but even more so like the highest quality essential oils and um cleansers like for our skin. Um, And so like, you know, our beauty care line being non-toxic. So that would be there. And then also makeup, there's refillable makeup to go along with that beauty care line. So that may be something that people don't think of. Um, Deodorant, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are awesome. Awesome. Okay. Now I'm going to change topics just a little bit. Not not a whole lot for those that are listening, but a little bit. Um, so when it comes to the holiday gift giving, whether you're giving Hanukkah gifts or Christmas gifts or just like, hey, thanks for having me at your party. Here's a hostess gift. Is it okay to give somebody think, yes. an item that has to be refilled? Because if nothing else, they're going to be left with 
um, a beautiful container to add to their jar collection. Um, so yeah, because I would say yes, maybe couple it with something else. Like I have curated these baskets for this gift giving time, our sustainability baskets, um, in a room by room category. So there's in each one, there is an item that would be refillable. There's also other things. So in the laundry basket, it's like Mm -hmm. a beautiful basket that you could just hand someone as a gift. It doesn't even need wrapping paper. Um, I think that's like a a point that I'll get to too, is how to wrap in a sustainable way. Um, But it's got a jug of laundry detergent that yes, would need to be refilled. And then it also has, you know, beautiful, um, they're rags, they're beautiful rags, but they're the paper towels. <laughs> um, so those are in there. There's like a beautiful okay. cleansing yeah. brush, um, a stain removal bar. So it's like coupling with the refillable item, I think with something else to round it out. Um, yeah. uh, okay. Or even I almost think of like a gift card so they yes, can go back exactly. to the retail shop when it needs exactly. to be Exactly. So coupling with that. Like There's like a self-care basket in there. Okay. Like the shampoo bars, the face oil line. Um, also, you know, like a bottle of lotion so that that can be refilled. But if that's not their jam, then they use the lotion. And it's at least like, you know, like sprinkling a little mm-hmm. something in their brain about it. And even if they don't do it immediately they have that bottle to like come back to. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I love this. We just also did a podcast last week on like garden giving, but like you can then potentially pick up the aesthetic from their home or the the feel that you that you feel when you pick out that container or that jar, right? Um, yes, exactly. To bring like a little personality like to you. The things gift. that go on it. All right, tell us about yeah, yeah. And like for me, it's a little bit of like a little bit of I like that feel of a little antiqueish, right? But also like bringing in the farm. So whether it's a decanter that's used for a different purpose or um, those old aluminum um, icebox containers or bowls that people would get back then. That's one of my favorite finds lately. I actually have one of those in the chicken coop yes. right now because we put their scratch feet in there. So it doesn't get snowed on. Yeah, like a so pyrex they're eating out of like an, uh, an enamel bowl. Um, like a pyrex just, kind of know. style bowl type of a, like an enamel What? Oh, uh, the no, like a 1920s white enamel with like the colored edging, whether it's a green edge or red edge or whatever color. Yeah, like to find those for me is like – and then those same like those metal enamel – um, the, the, the trays that used to fit in the ice boxes have holes in them because of how they used to hook in the ice box. Oh, I love so that. I, I have some of those screwed in my greenhouse. I actually, like side note, yeah, have one of those now that I know what you're talking about. One of those is one of my chickens, um, water buckets and I never knew what the holes were. So yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they would hook in the ice box, but, um, yeah. So for me that, I love bringing those different little aesthetics in. So as you're talking about refill and baskets and like that, like I think that's a way too to make them personalized. Exactly, for I think the that person, that's a beautiful point, their, and that's like why preference. like the baskets that um, I have love these it. 
gift um, boxes read you in is like I thrift, I went and I thrifted them. And so they're all unique and they have their own like story just living within them. And so I think you would feel that. And I love that idea of using the um, different ideas as well. And then when it comes to wrapping, if you wanted me to say, let's say you're like, no, I cannot give an open basket or an open present. Like I have to wrap it. You know, there's some people that's a big part of the experience. And so um, what I've found, my two things that um, have worked in for our family is fabric and and different twine or ribbon. And so that's something that um, it's Uh just that. I think, can this be eventually, will it biodegrade into the earth? However long of a life it has, will it become more earth or will it become trash at the end of its um, usefulness? So fabric is great. I try to um, shoot for um, natural fibers in all my clothes and all my fabrics that I wear. A big reason for that is when we launder fabrics, if it's made of a synthetic material, it... uh, there's microplastics that break down and go into the ocean. Um, Especially we think about that where I live here, right on the coast, um, the microplastics are going right into the ocean. So, Mm -hmm. you know, recently a friend asked me, well, but like I have, I'm like reselling clothes. Can like we resell this like amazing vintage polyester jumper? I'm like, oh, I hear that. It's just that when it's laundered, it's like, putting microplastics into the um, ocean. So thinking of what fabrics we're using. Um, And then if the fabric wrapping is not your jam, if you're like, no, it's got to be paper. Um, What I had, I had an epiphany like last year, actually wrapping a couple of things that were in paper and I was still using tape. And I'm like, why am I using tape? This is something that's not going to turn into more earth. So I do just um, brown Mm -hmm. butcher paper. And then I... Um, and then I tie it with twine or with ribbon. And I find you don't need tape the majority of the times. Like Like the the tying it works. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I also last year, um, my mom did this with the girls. She got like the muslin tea towels that you see in like the kitchen area, and she took cookie cutters and put uh, paint, I think they run paper plates, whatever. They poured paint out and they would like use the cookie cutter as the stamp. And then they let like with fabric paint and then they were wrapping certain gifts in the, by tying like oh, I love that. and folding so that was... towel up and then looping it around the top. Yeah. And then so the, became, the actual like, wrapping I still have some of those in the kitchen. a gift as well, right? Like you're still using it in the kitchen. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's beautiful. And, and it's okay that it's, yeah. you know, a shift for some yep. of us that it's not the bright, colorful wrapping paper. Um, and, and that's okay. It, it's just, um, it's like little bits that we can do. Yeah. I love it. This has been a wonderful conversation, Heather. Uh, I know that we have a discount code in our holiday partner list and we have Heather's website. So we'll make sure to attach all of that in the show notes. And any, I guess the last thing I would say is we've already kind of covered how do you cultivate guts daily on our last episode, but check out Heather's last episode that we did um, at the beginning of summer, I believe is when that was out. Um, And any like one last tip mm. that you have for somebody going fall into 2023 in if you fall in love with the earth everything else will naturally come with it you'll want to protect the earth in all the ways that you can 
I love that. Love, love, love. Thank you so much for being on today's podcast. So much value, so much information and just thank you, an amazing me. conversation. So I am so grateful for you. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Share with me what your favorite part was on what did you learn about refill shops? What did you learn about living sustainability that you were like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. This just changes the game for me, changes my life. Ask any questions. You can ask me questions. You can reach out to Heather Kornman on Instagram at the Golden Triangle Shop. We'll put that link below as well in the show notes. Ask her any questions you have. I'm here for you and I'm excited to see all your benefits. Satnam. Love you guys. So if you love this episode, remember to share it with your friends. Send it to anyone who may love this inspiration and information that we shared. And to get our holiday shopping list, which includes the link to the Golden Triangle Shop and a code to save, you can download that free list at our website, www.cultivatingguts.com, along with finding all you need to get started with your gardening, planning, and growing your own food for the new year, and so much more over at www.cultivatingguts.com. You'll find everything you need from the Gardening Masterclass to our Little Witches Moon Gardening School and also our Ultimate Green Witch Garden Planner. So many things there that would make a wonderful holiday gift. 